go by the name of Lupe Fiasco, representing that first and 15 years. Lupe? And this one yeah. right here. Back here on After Hours. Only an hour left. That was a really fast hour. You know what happens when you like to talk? Yeah, sometimes. Um, somebody mentions another name of actors that maybe we... Will Ferrell. I have to agree. That's What do we got? Anchorman? Elf? Old school? Um... There's one we're missing that's obvious. Old school, Anchorman, Elf. We're missing a Will Ferrell movie that's actually pretty good. Yeah, but I, I feel I like... I liked him better when he wasn't the lead. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he's another one where it's like more misses than hits. You know, when he hits, they're amazing. But, mm-hmm. I mean, things like Holmes and Watson, like those movies just... Mm-hmm. Don't do it for me. The other guys wasn't a fan. I thought it was all right. He was great on Saturday Night Live. So was Adam Sandler. Small roles. From the 417, hey, this is Kelly, and I so appreciate you talking about the Chiefs. It wants me to take my panties off. I want to listen to you all the time as long as you talk about football and not baseball or other sports. Go freaking Chiefs. That's a real text. I don't know. That's just a real text. Talladega Nights was good. Oh, Step Brothers is good. Talladega Nights uh, is good. Yeah. Uh, somebody then says, that. sorry about the text before too many Miller lights for Kelly. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Are we sure that's Kelly? Or is somebody playing a prank on Kelly? You know, Kelly can be a girl or a boy's name. That is true. You know, it goes both ways. Coming up in about four minutes, we'll do the out of left field question, the one that we always love to do every night at 8 o'clock before we do that little appreciation. I think the number one story in college basketball this year doesn't involve a men's Division One team. I think it's Caitlin Clark. And you can hate me all you want. You can say that I'm, you know, in this moment of, yeah, you just won a good amount of money off Caitlin Clark last night. That's not the case. And I was telling a buddy of mine today at work, And he's got a young daughter who's pretty athletic, who wants to play every sport imaginable. And I said, hey, man, you should really have your daughter watch Caitlin Clark in this run. Because if you missed it, she went to her social medias and announced that this will be her last year of collegiate sports. She could have came back next year. This will be her last year. And some people in the bullpen earlier today were saying, do you think that's smart of her to do? Yeah, yeah. I think she's gotten to a point of fame and success where I think she's got enough good people in her ear telling her that she'll be just fine. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that think, oh, well, she can make more NIL money than she will in a WNBA contract, maybe. But you've got to think that she's probably going to get more high-up endorsements, Nike and whatever. But before you think about all of that, she's 17 points away from breaking Pistol Pete Maravich's record in college basketball for most points scored. She just surpassed um, the all-time record at Iowa last night en route to a triple-double where I believe they won 105 to, like, 64 or something. It was, like, 102 to, like, 60. It was a blowout against Minnesota. And she had, I believe, 35, 10, and 11 or something along those lines. She's special, man. And you don't get special stories like this all the time. And I remember when I was a kid, uh, my dad would have me watch uh, Jackie Stiles 
For those of you that remember her, props to you. She played at Missouri State, or I believe at the time it was SMS. I had family in Springfield and was lucky enough to be able to go watch her live in one game, and it was special. She was great. Took her team, I believe, to the Final Four, maybe the national championship. I was young, don't remember, probably should have done a little bit more research, but I know she got to a Final Four. And Caitlin Clark is one of those special athletes because we can talk right now, who do you think is the favorite to win the national championship for the men's double, Division One NCAA tournament? Julio knew it. It's UConn. Followed by Purdue. Tennessee's up there for you that are KU fans. That's plus 2,800 right now. But the storyline in Division One basketball this year will be Kaitlin Clark, number six Iowa women. Going to make history. Trying to get to that level. Can she do it? Last year, we were introduced to it. And for those of you that are Iowa people for life, like Josh Klingler, you saw this coming. And last year, when Caitlin Clark started to make her presence felt, we all kind of turned to the TV as a second option if she played. And it was kind of an afterthought. I think it might be the opposite this year because Division I college basketball on the men's side is such a mess. I couldn't tell you who I think is going to win it. Couldn't even tell you how it would fill out a bracket this year. A lot of whiteout, a lot of erasing going on. But boy, is Caitlin Clark fun to watch. Last night, she was pulling up from the logo and hitting threes. Text line comes in from the 785. Did you guys see the video from last night of her teammates trying to hit a shot from Clark's spot on the court? Then Clark comes up and just swishes it. She's kind of got that Mahomes-type superstar power within the system that she's in right now in Division I basketball for women's basketball. She's far and away the best player on the court. She's far and away a badass athlete, and she's doing things that no one else has seen or done. So take some time and watch it. Enjoy it. You don't see this sort of thing happen a lot. Right? Like Diana Tarazi was great, but she kind of was a – Mean person, right? Sue Bird was great, but not a lot of people remember because there wasn't a lot of television to watch Sue Bird. Caitlin Clark at Iowa is the story in Division I basketball this year and will be throughout the tournament. Hopefully they make a deep run, and hopefully there's a couple of those special games where you're watching it and you'll see Twitter take over. Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark, all this. You'll see people, you know, superstar athletes tweeting, Built different, just different. I've seen Carrington tweet about Caitlin Clark. Just different, not the same. Different world than what you live in, Caitlin Clark. And boy, are we getting a time to watch it again. As this will be her last year doing it. This is her swan song. She announced it today on Instagram that she will be going to the WNBA next year. Good for her. We do it every night at 8 o'clock. We do the out of left field question. This question tonight, what would you do if you could become invisible for a day? And since I'm being kind and since I'm being fun, you get to choose the day. It doesn't have to be tomorrow. It doesn't have to just be a random day. But what would you do if you could become invisible for a day? 913-586-7610. That's the Jay Southland Toe Service text line. That's how you answer the out of left field question. That out of left field question is, what would you do if you could become invisible for a day, 913-586-7610. Julio Sanchez, Dusty Likens, 610 Sports Radio, and this is After Hours. 
You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Yeah. Let's take them back. Uh-huh. Coming up, I was confused. My mommy kissing the girl. Confusing the curse coming up in the cold world. Back here on After Hours. 913-586-7610. You'll need to know that number. Dusty. Clark is amazing. She'll bring stardom wherever she is at ZC. I think so. She's got what? State Farm already that she's been in commercials for, so she's got an endorsement there. I'm sure she's got a ton in Iowa. She's going to get like a major shoe company. She'll get Adidas or Nike if she already has this. I don't know. She's the truth, man. She Mm. is. I think so. She's done it long enough and too much uh, to not uh, do it. Time for her to go. Time for her to go. Advance. I hope it pans out in the WNBA for over under one and a half titles for Caitlin Clark in the WNBA. I'm going to go because I have faith. I think she is a game changer. You got to go over, right? So you're going to go two? Yeah, at least. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. Out of left field question. You hear the green onions. You know the question is coming. 913-586-7610. What would you do if you could become invisible for a day? You get 24 hours. No one knows you're there. But you do. But they don't. What would you do if you could become invisible for a day? 913-586-7610. Julio, you've won the coin toss. Would you like to receive or to defer? You know, typically I'm more of the pitcher, but tonight I'm going to be the catcher. I'm going to I'm gonna receive. I have no idea what that means. I, I went all over the place with that one. Yep. I'm going to go first is basically okay. what I said. Okay. You know? Thank you. Um, so I think what I would do is uh, I would um, I'd become chief saholic. Um, you, you would know, become chief, or you would just go to like I his. I would pull a chief saholic. Oh, you know, you're invisible. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm hitting that bank, baby. Like, come on, I'm invisible. I can, I can walk in, walk out, become instantly rich. Uh-huh. I mean, do you not have fingerprints when you're invisible? You wear gloves. You're invisible. But wouldn't the gloves show up if you're invisible? Because I think of like you're Hollow like, Man with Kevin look, Bacon. Look, you never said you had to be buck naked. That's not what you said. Okay. I just remember Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon, and every time you put like a coat on, all you saw was like the coat floating around. No, you know, you 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 the, you have an invisible suit. You know, it's like The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it changes with you. Okay. You, you wouldn't you wouldn't go for the the money, man. I mean that that's gonna last forever. Okay. No, you don't sound impressed at all by that answer. No, I mean that's fine. You're gonna be you're gonna have a lot of money. You have to figure out how to get rid of that or how to figure out what to do with that money. But hey, you don't do, do you, boo. Do whatever I want at that do, point. Do you, boo. I, th- I feel like just about anything you can do invisible, as yeah. long as you have enough money, you can do. Mm-hmm. And you get to pick the day. So you just like wait for the Brinks truck, Brinks truck to show up. And all of a sudden. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But is the money invisible? So are they just going to watch bricks of money? Again, well, that's whatever, just that's from the text line. That's not for me. Wh- what I'm working that's with not is for me. Whatever you touch, right? Whatever touches you, then also becomes invisible. 
It's like your clothes. It's on you, so mm-hmm. it's a part of you. It becomes invisible. You carry a bag with you, it's invisible. You fill it with money, it becomes invisible. Okay. That's the premise I'm working under here. Don't don't crush my hopes and dreams. 816 says I would rob banks in honor of the one and See? only werewolf. See? You know? Yeah, there's only one wolf now. Great minds think alike. No, there's not. There is, and he's, uh, he's uh, in prison. Dirty. There's also a dirty. What do about you, you? Do you think if you were invisible, you'd make the lawyer disappear? Folks, the government has been blitzing, and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. Geek. <laughs> that's so corny, man. That That's just, how's this guy a lawyer? Mm-hmm. Somebody from the 913 says they would steal all the lottery tickets at a quick trip. Nah, man, you got to go like a small town. You got to yeah. go to like, you got to go to like, uh, like Warrensburg and go to like a Shell gas station and just take the wheel of it. That's where they always win. Uh, so you can touch stuff, question mark. You can touch anything you want. You are dirty tonight. I'm feeling a certain type of way, Dusty. Apparently. Somebody from the 913 says, Dusty, this is a great question. I am excited to hear the answers. I ate two edibles instead of one, and I am way too zooted to think of an answer myself. Is this, is this Kelly also? I don't know, dude. Have one hell of a party now. Hey, Dusty, it's Bryson. I would sneak onto the KU bench for a game to hear what Bill Self has to say. And my grandmother says she would just want to be by herself for a day. Have a good night. I kind of like Bryson's grandma. You mean to tell me I could just run up to the top of a mountain, sit there by myself, no one knows I'm there? I could sit, I could stand on the top of a building, no one knows I'm there, and I could just be peaceful? Can you might not do know that this. And not be invisible? No, they think that you're doing something crazy. They'd send a whole bunch of people up there to get you down. Haven't you seen Lethal Weapon 1? They sent Martin Riggs' crazy ass up there to get that guy to not jump, and then they end up handcuffing him to each other, and he jumps off the building. It's a solid pull by you. Thank you. I'll tell you what I would do. (laughs) I would sit in my boss's office on a day where I knew that I was the topic of discussion. To hear what they had to say, and that's not an insecure thing, but to know my future was. Because let's say our boss is talking to his boss, and I hear my name come up, and they're like, what about Dusty Likens? He's got some creative ideas. He's got women. He's got young kids that listen to him. He's got elderly men, middle-aged men. All types of people listen. What do you think about him? And she was like, yeah, there's no future there. I promise you the next day I'd have a two weeks notice on Specs desk. I'd be done, dude. I'm saying, why would you waste your invisibility on a scenario where you could be totally trash? But then I would know my future. But I feel like you should know that anyway. I don't. Do you? I mean, I I feel like I may not be doing this next year. There's a chance. There's a chance. There's always a chance. But there's, if I know, if I know what it is, then maybe I can go proceed something different. And maybe that works out for me. Maybe it doesn't. I think that's a good thing to be that fly on the wall. I don't think so. Just sit there and hear what he really thinks about me. Hear what they really think about me. Not impressed with this answer, Dusty. Okay. I think you need to be a little more creative with this one. I don't know. I think that's a good one. I mean, I, I, 
Super Bowl, baby. You know, you can be down on the field in Super Bowl. But I might be able to do that someday without being you know, invincible. You can, you can even be on the field, right? The the uh, 49ers are game-winning drive, and you just trip Mm-mm. Christian McCaffrey at the goal line. No, I'm not into that. No I'm not left. into alternating the future. No? no. Why not? You, you know, Butterfly you put, effect. Put put a, you know, crap ton Mm-mm. of money on that. Mm-mm. Make sure they win. No. You know, maybe a little... A little because if I'm invisible, nobody can touch me or I don't want because then if I throwing. but then if I if I trip Chris McCaffrey, he becomes invisible for a second and then becomes visible again when he falls down. Because you said anything he touches is invisible. All right. I got I you there, didn't I? I see yeah. what you're doing here. Did he just blink into existence? What the hell happened? I mean This game's tainted. It's the matrix effect. Mm. Somebody from the 913 says I'd go to Patrick Mahomes' house. And I would hear him talk about how he really feels about the wide receivers to his significant other. I mean, that'd look, be hilarious. This guy sucks. Way, <laughs> way to just kind of wrangle in sports into this conversation. Somebody at the A16 like says, I'd go backstage at a, at a big rock concert just to see what goes on behind the scenes. That'd be tight. Might not like what you see. Wow, one wants to watch a ball game and another one wants to go into work. Wow. Is there some context around those? I don't know. So they're just like making love to a ghost? Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. Because then if you touch them, they're invisible. Then you're just in a different atmosphere. That could be euphoric. Okay, but so, so Spiritual here's sex. Is, is if you touch Sorry, something, Bryson's grandmother. So if you, you touch something that also becomes invisible, can yeah. you still see it or is it still or is it invisible to you? I don't know. That's a good question. Damn you and your logic. I don't know. Torment people that don't like me. Make them think they're being haunted from the 913. Somebody says from the 816, I'd pretend to be a ghost. Somebody says, be on the sidelines during the Super Bowl when Travis Kelsey was screaming at Andy Reid to hear what the actual audio was. Ooh, here's a good one. I would be invisible in the past to go see what Chris Jones said to Matt Ryan to get the personal foul. I feel like that's going to come out eventually at some point. You think? Yeah. My stepmother, Mary, your biggest fan. Hey, Mary. It's hard to come up with something, but maybe go on the Chiefs game and sit on the sidelines and watch Andy and Mahomes make the play. See the magic happen? Go back to the original idea of Hugh Hefner putting together Playboy. See, here's what I want to do. I want to pay women to be naked to take photos and put it in a magazine. That's never going to work. 25 years later, they're in every single man's bathroom. And he's richer than anybody else in Hollywood at that point. I don't know. Out of nowhere, it says, I can't stand that people just say buzzwords like that. It's just lazy. I don't know what that means. Nope. No clue. I mean, that would be a good one, though, right? Sit in on someone that uh, invented something that made them rich, Mm -hmm. snag their idea. Somebody says, Dusty, we're walking to a vault at a dispensary, right? Again, if 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 you just steal money, you can buy as much as you want, so... From the 816, honestly, I would just F with people. Blocking doors, tripping people. Basically, just screw with all the annoying people at grocery stores. Go, like, stab one of those, like, motorized carts that someone clearly doesn't need. They're just used to be lazy and they can't use it. I caught somebody the other day doing that. 
They used the motorized cart, went past the aisle and turned, but they didn't want to reverse it, so they got out of it and went down the aisle again, and I just did one of these, huh, and they did not like that comment. Well, you know, you, yeah, you never dude. know. Maybe they can only walk short distance. Uh, you know, don't judge. Don't judge, Dusty. But you're better than that. Okay. It was not a good moment for me. That, and I know yeah, I I know I always tell people to do nice clearly. things for people. But it was clearly somebody that I felt probably could have done the whole trip walking. Caught, caught you off off guard a little bit. They you know? they hit that they hit aisle four. They went out of the out of the coffee and, and whatever else is down that aisle. And they forgot they needed to get filters. And they stood right up, walked right down that aisle, and I just went, huh. Pretending to be a ghost is a fantastic answer. You could have so much fun, but if they could still hear me, I'm screwed because I'm laughing so hard. It's fair. Or that'd be even crazier. Dude, I swear to God, Julio was in my room last night just throwing water balloons at me, but I couldn't prove it, but it sounded like Julio. Were you in my room last night? No, dude, I was at my house asleep. I have a kid. Come on. Just whispering sweet nothing. I was definitely in your, in your room, dude. Yeah, that was me. Just keep pulling the sheet off and turning the fan levels down, up and down, up and down. That was what would get me. Like, my fan level, like, I think I'm a badass because I've got a little metal bat next to my bat. If, like, I'm going to do something to somebody comes into my house anyway, I'm probably going to get killed. But, like, I've got a bat. And if somebody were to come to my room and start messing with my fan levels, I'm up. You, I don't sleep with a TV on. I got blackout curtains. I sleep with a ceiling fan and a, and a stationary fan. You turn that stationary fan off, I will wake up like there's a tornado siren that went out. I promise you. Majority of people have some kind of weapon or defensive mechanism. Yeah, but what am I going to do with right? a t-ball bat? I mean, look. It, I got one swing. It's something. I ain't going to hit a bullet. I've got a, I've got a nice like Bowie knife. Mm-hmm. You know? You never know. I also probably would end up throwing the bat. Yeah, you look, look, neither neither of our, our items are going to do any good against a gun. So. I also have a fear that I'm going to get my house broken into when I'm naked. Yeah. Hey, oh, I'd go back to the kitchen at Slash Barbecue and gorge myself on burn ends. Maybe you can see how the sauce is made, the secret sauce, you know? Somebody says, when you said you had a bat next to your bed, I thought of battering... A battering throwing star? Ninja star, you know? I do have throwing knives next to my bed as well. Oh, yeah? You accurate with those things? Uh, Somebody walks no, in, you put it no, right between the eyes? Never never have thrown them in my life, but they're there. Just in case. That's you good. You never know. Yeah, you never do know. Um, seems like the number one answer is to be a ghost and mess with people. So everybody would just be Sam from Ghost. A.K. Patrick Swayze, and just go mess with people. You're like this is that's a very anticlimactic answer, but you know, it's crazy how we all fear ghosts, but we yet all envy ghosts. Isn't that weird? It's well said. You know, like you're like, oh, there's ghosts in the house. I don't want to go there. But if you're that ghost, you're having a lot of fun. It'd be kind of envious to be a ghost. Mm, short term, yeah. Yeah. Because if you're a ghost, you're dead. Correct. And you're going to stay that way. All right. Dusty, my man, I'm so disappointed. Most people in mobility scooters can walk some, just not long distance. There's a lot of invisible disabilities. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, Dusty. I was more That's shocked. I just had people. never seen somebody stand up that quick and start walking. So I just did the, huh. That's all it was. It wasn't like a, hey. But out loud. It was. But I have loud. no inner monologue. That's been my biggest problem in life. Like, anywhere I go, I'm like, oh, that must be nice. And people are like, what? I'm like, oh, sorry. I didn't even know I said that. You know, that gift of gab is a double-edged sword, you mm-hmm. know? 
sneak on a plane and start a new life elsewhere if I was invisible. That's from the 816. Now, that's a good one. But can't you just fly somewhere? Why do you have to be invisible to do that? Well, then they would know you're on the plane. They would know that Frank went to Florida to live the rest of his life. Instead of, our husband just disappeared. We don't know where he went. We have no, tri- no, tra- no track of him, no trace, no so nothing. basically fake your own death is what we're doing. That's kind of what I'm getting there. Okay, I got you. And that's kind of what I'm saying. No pun intended on using the word invisible. You think Kelly's still awake, by the way, who said their panties were off and they've had a lot of Miller lights? Who knows? It's 820. It's a Thursday night. It's after hours. That's Julio. I'm Dusty. We will continue to talk sports on the other side. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Now this song will forever remind me of the little white kid that has like the the meme where it's like every have you seen it where he's dancing at the school? Yeah. Yep. And every time it's like when the pizza rolls are coming out of the air fryer and like he's doing the doing the move. Your show is amazing and your show rocks and going to bed now. Good night. Only got a half hour left. Stick it out. Come on. Dusty from the 913. I would go try to watch some buffaloes chill in whatever it is they live. I don't know if that's someone who took the edible, but that sounds like an edible response. One too many Miller Lights. Is that what we're drinking tonight? Could you imagine being invisible and going back to like the Jurassic era? That'd be kind of gnarly. Fun. (laughs) Fun. Holy smokes. The the T-Rex actually does run 35 miles per hour. But here's the thing. You might be invisible, but they can still smell you. Can they? That's a rule. They can smell you. I mean, your smell's not invisible. My problem is I'm afraid I'd be invisible and then I'd sneeze. And you're screwed. Right? You're Gone. walking, they can hear you. From the 816, Dusty, can you throw a shout-out to the Lee Summit North girls varsity basketball team? They have a huge second-round district game tomorrow night. Hell yeah, go get them, Lady Broncos. You even know the mascot? Good for yeah, you. Lee Summit North Broncos. Yeah, I like it. Lee Summit North Tigers and the Lee Summit West Titans. The real local guy. That's a three-peat, Daddy. Oof. Titans, Tigers, and Broncos. Oh, my. Like the Chiefs. Speaking huh? of Lee Summit Broncos, Jamar Mosey leaving school and going to UCF. Big news last night that dropped at the end of this show. His son going to be a senior. You think Jamar Mosey's son's going to go to the University of Central Florida? In Orlando? <laughs> That'd be a cool school to go to. I don't really know much about Orlando other than, like, that's where they have Disney, right? They have all the parks. Yeah. Universal and, Yeah. Epcot. Love it. I go there every year. What's Who has uh, Space Mountain? Uh, I believe that's Epcot. Mm, I think that's my favorite. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. Epcot's, eh, you know, you go to Epcot to drink. I've said this uh, story before. There used to be a, a ride there. Um, Mary, my stepmother, she will probably be in her laughing really hysterically here. The scaredest I've ever been is at Epcot, if that's where this was. There was an event or some sort of random alien thing that you went into this room, sat in like theater chairs, and you went to space with the crew. And this alien broke out, and everything went dark. And then the seats would like spray mist on your neck. And then it would like squirt water on you as if it was behind you. I squeaked. I squeezed my stepmother's hand as hard as I physically could at the age of nine. 
or however hell how old I was, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there, scared the living piss out of my entire body, screamed, never wanted to go on that ride again. They made sounds of this thing running up the stairs. I'm talking pitch, but, and I was so scared. I was like, this is not Disney. How, this how is old like, are we talking here? I think, I think, I want to say eight. All right, that's fair. Okay. That's fair. I'll give it to you. They're like, we don't know where he is. He's broken out into captivity. We have no idea what's going on. The alien's gone. (sighs) On the back of your neck. Absolutely terrified. Couple of drops of urine probably came out of me. I don't know what that ride was called. I hope it's not there anymore. I had a great time watching the Indiana Jones reenactment. That was fun. Had a great time on Tower of Terror. Probably should have been scared. Had a Connor, great, was that Hollywood Studios? I don't know. I think that might have been Hollywood. Had a great time at the Haunted Mansion. Loved it. Hologram Ghost. Fun time. The new, the the updated version is very. It's fun. Bet it, it is even better. A lot more fun than Crazy Alien that escapes. Went to Orlando for rehab and watched semi-pro hockey game. It was lit. Central Florida is not even on his son's list. Are you sure? Because Rob Brenton said he had a visit. So that means Rob Brenton's lying. I know he was going to Mizzou, or he's going to visit Mizzou. But anyway, shout out to the the Lady Broncos for your big, huge second-round district game tomorrow night. I love this time of year for high school basketball. I believe Carrington Harrison told me that Oak Park is the best team in the Metro. And Lee Summit West, also a very good team. Lee Summit West beat Oak Park earlier this year. Um, earlier tonight, we had a discussion and a debate Sneed or Jones, where are you at? Have you had some time to think about it? Do you Would you rather have Sneed back or Jones back? You can't say both. Well, since you're putting me in this position, I mean, I feel like I have to go with the majority of people and, mm-hmm. and say it, it's Chris Jones. There's just not enough depth on the defensive line, and, and you can't replace that. I mean, you, you have a potential all-pro uh, in the secondary already. You know, you have to go Chris Jones. Isn't it wild? The difference in this year to last year? Because how, what do you think going into the Detroit game, the appreciation of Chris Jones was in this team from the fan standpoint? I was, uh, at that time, with everything going on, mm-hmm. pretty low. Like when they showed him sitting next to Horace and Boris or the Katz brothers, when they showed him sitting there, Dunce brothers. what do you think the percentage of fans were like, you know what? I like this guy. I want this guy on my team. They're going to resign him next year. Do you think it was? 20%? 30%? I knew people that were like, I'm not going to reform the entire year. Well, you know, it changes after you win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I would say those first few games that he he missed. Just one. I, I, he was not a popular guy around these parts at that but time. But now what would you say the majority of people in Kansas City's percentage is to bring back Chris Jones over LeJarrius Sneed? You think it's 60-40? Or do you think it's like 55-45? 60-40. I mean, See? so so here's the thing is Legereus Sneed is is 27 I, mean, he is I believe. top 3, but he's a, he's a, he's the top 3 corner, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have Chris Jones has that personality. Like he he's got the play on the field, but he also has that personality mm-hmm. personality that people gravitate towards. Right. Whereas Sneed is is a quiet guy. He does it by example on the field. You know, you don't hear him much, you don't see him much. He's mm-hmm. just kind of you know, he does his job and that's good enough. An exceptional job. But you just you don't get that personality, so he's harder to relate to. To me, it's a depth debate. Yeah, absolutely. There's more depth at corner. Look, and it's not a shot at Legereus Sneed. I think Legereus Sneed is great as a football player. I think he's one of the top three corners in football. 
We'd all rather have him than not. Right. But the thing about it is, he might be the third best corner in football. Trent McDuffie might be the fourth. Right. Exactly. Right. And eventually, Trent McDuffie might be the number one corner in football. Or he and Sauce Gardner can just go back and forth for the rest of time. 1A, 1B, either way you want to look at it. Without Chris Jones on the defensive line, what else is there? Omenahue ain't coming back because he tore his ACL in the AFC Championship game. Right? He can come back, but he ain't going to be back till at least like week seven, week eight probably. Well, and then how effective is he really going to be? Correct. You have a second-year player who didn't play very much at all in Felix Nduke Uzama. We don't know what's going to happen with Mike Dana. George Karloftis is in his third year, which we think now you could probably be like, okay, you are in a world of your own. Now go be that guy. But boy, he'd be a lot better still with Chris Jones. And I think that corners are better when pressure is applied. Chris Jones applies that pressure, makes the defense a little bit easier in the secondary. Again, this is not, do I think Legereus need is okay, you know, or is a lesser talent. That's not what I'm saying. I think that this team has a better chance at a three-peat with Chris Jones on the team than with Legereus Sneed. Because this team won a Super Bowl with three rookie cornerbacks in the game. Watson, Williams, and McDuffie. Now, Sneed was on that team. But so was Chris Jones. And Chris Jones is one of the top four leaders on this team. Like, I think if every team has four captains, without a doubt, he's captain number three. It is Mahomes. It is Kelsey. It is Chris Jones. And then it is probably Nick Bolton. Maybe Harrison Butker. I wouldn't even say Nick Bolton. Again, he's a, he's a quiet leader. Right. But he's your defensive captain. He's the one that wears the green dot. He's the one who Spags talks to. And I would say it's either Bolton or it's somebody like Butker who's been here and who's a veteran and who is somebody who is an established pro. And someone from the 913 says, ask yourself, who would you rather not play against? Whoever that answer is, then that is the player who you should keep. I would rather play against LeJarrius Snead with Patrick Mahomes than Chris Jones. Look at it this way, right? LeJarrius Snead is going to take that wide receiver one mm-hmm. out of the game, right? But there's still other receivers to throw to. Sure. You, Chris Jones, when he has an effect on the game, right, he's putting that pressure on that quarterback. He gets there quick enough. It doesn't matter who he's throwing to. If he can't get the ball out of his hands, it doesn't matter what receivers you got back there. Right. You know, it just it's a bigger impact on the game mm-hmm. overall. So we can both agree the answer is Chris Jones. Wholeheartedly. And yes. that concludes this debate. Yeah, it's not a debate, but yeah. Coming up on the other side, wide receiver NFL free agency. Why it makes sense to not get a number one, but to go get number two and another number two and still have a draft that is schlo- with talent. I'm Dusty Likens. That's Julio Sanchez. This is After Hours, and you're listening to 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. I 
Back in on After Hours, Julio Sanchez and Dusty Likens with you. If you go to a Mexican restaurant, are you always getting cheese dip? I mean, 95%. That's not racist either. I know I'm just asking. I mean, it's either that or or guac, right? What would you rather have, cheese dip or guacamole? I'm picky about my guac, so probably cheese dip. Okay. I'm kind of picky about my cheese dip. I don't want the yellow. I want that white. It's always got to be white. Man. I want that queso yeah, blanco. Yeah, you keep that that yellow. Yeah. yeah, that's cheap, cheap stuff. Yeah. Three toppings on your pizza the rest of your life. What are they? Pepperoni, extra cheese, black chili olives. cheese, tater tots. Uh, I don't know what that third one would be. Extra cheese again. Never too much. Just cheese. a cheese lord. I, you know, I, typically I'm just a. Either a cheese or a pepperoni and cheese kind of guy. I'm doing pepperoni. Black olives. I think I'm doing pepperoni, Italian sausage, and jalapeno. And if you you gave me a fourth, pineapple. That guy. Oh, that's a bold take. That guy. I look, I'm I'm a pineapple on pizza kind of guy. I don't know if that would be my fourth topping, though. You know? Also, why am I just now hearing that June 6th at T Mobile is Lionel Richie and Earth, Wind, and Fire? And that's a that's a I fire am going concert. to that concert. That is fire. I am going to find out who the hell has tickets to that downstairs, and I am sending an email in May. Lionel Richie is low key, just one of my favorites. Man. My top three Lionel Richie songs. I'll give them to you. Number one, Penny Hopefully. Lover. Okay. Number one, you cannot beat Penny Lover. Number Oof. two, Ceylon, which might have been him and the Commodores. Correct. Number three, hello. That's my number one. Which is probably his hello. most famous song outside I mean, of... Uh, me You're Looking For? Yeah, that's a good one. Such a... You know, I told you this story on, offline, and Henry Lake, this is what got Henry Lake and I to become such great friends. He didn't believe me. But I was, in my young days, producing for Ryan Wachowski because he was out on vacation. And I came back with Dancing on the Ceiling. And Henry Lake was like, oh, what do you know about Lionel Richie Dustman? And I was like, funny story. I got a Chevy Impala. I had CDs that I got from my old car into this car. And I wanted to hear the system. It had a Bose system. And I put Lionel Richie's greatest hits in there. And that CD never ejected because it got stuck in there. So the only CD I had in my Chevy Impala was Lionel Richie's greatest hits. And I made it a point to learn every single word of those songs. And I did. I, I think I'd have to go all night long as my, my number one. Uh, that's my number one with a bullet. Cliche. I mean, so, I mean, that's so catchy, though, man. Come on. Cliche. I'm not ashamed of it. All night long. All night. We're going to party, crumble, fiesta forever. Come on and sing along. Lionel Richie. What do you think of my take of not signing a big, high-up wide receiver one and just going with two wide receiver twos along with Rushy Rice and a chance to draft another stud wide receiver that is loaded in this draft with wide receiver talent? Yeah, I mean, look, the Chiefs for the last two years have won the Super Bowl with below-average wide receiver play why why would they go out and sign a number one right wide receiver and spend that kind of money right when they can just you know make that roster deeper 
by spreading the love with that money. Like my There's no num- reason to. My number one wish, like if I went to bed and woke up the next morning to an Adam Schefter tweet or a James Palmer, Ian Rappaport, anything, and said Chiefs agree to a four-year deal worth 100 and blah, blah million for Michael Pittman Jr., Julio, I promise you, I would go to NFLshop.com and buy that Michael Pittman Jr. jersey. And he's been so underwhelming, but it's just because he's been under underutilized. Now, there is a caveat to that. Underwhelming? He had 991 oh, Michael, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael no, Pittman no, no. Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, you're, you're right. Okay. Yep, yep. All right. Nope, we're, we're, I'm, okay. I was on a different page, but I'm, I'm okay. there now. Because there's some people, because Michael Pittman Jr. is 26, and I think everyone's wish list in Kansas City is Mike Evans, who is 30. Gonna I, be, I, I don't right? understand. Okay. I don't the understand. numbers are there, the red zone option, because a lot of people think, yeah, Mike Evans probably has 1,000 yards in this system, and he's your guy in the end zone every single time. Right? I think that's why people love him. But I love more so, go get a Curtis Samuel. Go get a DJ Shark and draft a young rookie wide receiver. Throw in Rushy Rice, Travis Kelsey, let Isaiah Pacheco be your running back, and let it blossom. Then you can essentially say... MVS is already gone. We know that. Sky Moore, you've fallen so far in the depth chart that there's a chance you might just be a, a healthy scratch every game until your contract is up as a rookie. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, Canarius Tony ain't going to be on this team next year. Now, if he is, and it's too expensive to let him go, which I don't know if it is, I don't see his role doing anything on this team next year. I, I don't believe so. I think he's still on his rookie contract, right? But yeah. there is a caveat to this, right? Mm-hmm. That that is because you you can do that you can take that approach because you have Travis Kelsey as technically your your number one, so I think yes you can do that next year, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is going to be dependent on does Rasheed Rice develop into a true number one wide receiver, right? And then does Travis Kelsey fall off or what you know what happens with it because once what Travis Kelsey is is Mahomes safety valve mm-hmm. right that goes away. You, you do still need a number. You can't take that approach with Travis Kelsey gone. Mm-hmm. But he's also getting older. And you need a backup plan. Because we. I feel like we've played with fire the last few years, right? He's been super durable. Right. I mean, if he goes down, there's going to be trouble in the neighborhood. Because you look at a guy like Curtis Samuel, who would be an expensive wide receiver too, who's been a wide receiver too because he's been opposite of Terry McLaurin. He put up 62 receptions for 613 yards and four touchdowns with Sam Howell. Right? Then there's guys like DJ Shark who were in Carolina with Bryce Young, and he had 35 for 525 and five touchdowns. Another name that comes up a lot is Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown. I'm not sure how much I'm sold on him, but a name I also wouldn't sleep on that could be an early signing where a lot of people are like, oh, this kind of sets what they're going to do. Is the Shahid kid from New Orleans. Could be a deep threat, could be a good target for Mahomes to go downfield, put up good numbers, put up decent numbers with Derek Carr, and which was that nasty offense in New Orleans that was a mess all year, but ended up being decent. But if I had a wish list number one, it'd be Michael Pittman Jr. If it wasn't that, I would want my next wish list to be something like Curtis Samuel or DJ Shark. And I know there's a lot of people who think, well, what about Calvin Ridley? You know, Calvin Ridley's 30. I know. And he was he was absent a year in the league, looked decent at times with Trevor Lawrence. 
would probably fit a little bit better because of what Patrick Mahomes is at quarterback for the NFL. But how much better is it? And he's 30. What kind of contract is he wanting? Is he wanting a wide receiver one contract? Is he going to get that? I'm not sure. But I think you could have a lot of fun with like a DJ Shark, a Curtis Samuel, or the Rashid Shaheed guy out of New Orleans who had 559 snaps, 46 catches for 719 yards, averaging 15.65 touchdowns. Pretty insane. What's also pretty insane is that it's almost 9 o'clock and we've got to get out of here. That's Julio Sanchez. I'm Dusty Likens. Thank you so far for listening After Hours. We'll get to my final thoughts on the other side. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Lay. Zerk. Yeah. This song will always remind me of Panama. This is one of my favorites, man. Yeah, it was uh, a bunch of guys going to Panama getting wild, and we listened to this song every night before we went out. And this is back in the day where you just bought a fifth of vodka and, like, chaser juice. I was always pineapple. I thought maybe I'd get lucky every night. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? One out of five well, on spring break. Nice, you know, could be better for spring break, but not bad. You know, can't win them all. Yeah, but I also just love pineapple juice. Like even at my side gig, I'll like, I'll have like what I call like swamp water. Sounds gross, but I'll put like a little. What you're talking about? I do like an Arnold Palmer, and then I put a can, like a small can of pineapple juice in it, stir it all up, and then like that's my drink. Yeah, that sugar will get you the next morning. Yeah, though. I know. I, I, I don't like to drink soda, and I feel a little bit better drinking Agreed. that. Agreed. You know? No, I agree with you. Um, I don't miss those days. Though. Yeah, no, man. I used to drink soda all the time, and I, I just don't. Like, yeah. I'll have a soda, but what is this? Every now and then. But if I do cheat and do get a soda, it's Dr. Pepper. Or a Coke from McDonald's. Coke. I'm a Coke guy. I agree. McDonald's Coke is something else. I don't know what they're putting in there, but it's the truth. It's a different formula. It is. It's what, colder pipes or something like that that causes it to release? I don't know what they say. Who knows? Sure. It's delicious. Yeah. If you missed it, here was Diana Rossini about Chris Jones. The Chris Jones, the most recent stuff, I had a conversation with someone this morning uh, that's involved in the negotiations, and they, they still feel really optimistic they're going to get it done. Look, the, like the number Chris Jones wants is, it, it's a big number. It's a big number. But uh, the Chiefs, every conversation I've had with them over the last few months has been nothing but, you know, understanding his value, understanding his role in the team. We want to get this done. We feel good we're going to get this done. We're optimistic. Um, so that's one of those where I think it feels a little icky right now, but I think it's going to work out by the time we get to at least the third, fourth week of camp here. Just remember, Chiefs fans, as we talk about my final thoughts here, just remember, enjoy the ride. Along the ride, just like a vacation and a trip, you're going to stay at some pretty cool places, but that's not your final destination. I remember as a kid, we'd go to Myrtle Beach and we'd stop in Tennessee somewhere in Nashville and we'd stay the night oh the pool was awesome the hot tub was great but guess what was coming up the beach you had to leave that behind you because the end result was going to be sweeter than what it is in the current times 
And yes, it would be awesome to keep this exact same team, but there's a reason why salary caps exist. How fun is baseball? Not very, right? The rich maintain the status of the rich. The damn Dodgers have like four MVPs and three Cy Young winners on their team. The Yankees are always the Yankees. But in football, things are different. And there's a reason why football is entertaining. Because tough decisions have to be made. And when you don't make those tough decisions in football with the salary cap and the way that the league is built, you fall behind. You remember falling behind. Remember those 2-12 and 12 seasons, those 7-9 and nine seasons, those 9-7 and seven seasons. Now you get to bask in the 11-6 and six seasons, which are considered a really bad year. 11-6. and 13-3s or 13-4s. You get to be the standard of the league. And to become the standard of the league, you have to make moves that maybe your own city doesn't like. It's nothing personal. It's just business. And you can't bring everybody back on the same team that won the Super Bowl title because it's just not possible. And the reason why your defense was so good is because there were a lot of good players playing positions on defense that were better than a lot of people or they were getting ready to make a lot of money. Legereus Sneed and Chris Jones just so happened to have the same amount of timing when it comes to having to play really good to get a really big contract in positions that are really sought after in the NFL. So don't feel bad that some of these guys can't come back. Feel great for what those guys did for your team. Because before, you were never in the playoffs. You were never winning titles. And now there are four Lombardi trophies. And in the last decade, you and two other teams are the only team in sports to have four titles in the last 10 years. Pretty sweet. Also pretty sweet is Julio Sanchez. He's a nice guy and a really good dear friend of mine. And thanks for all your help tonight. Thanks to all the text messages for the out of left field question. We'll be back tomorrow night. Jay Binkley at 630. Richard of the Week at 645. 6 to 9 on After Hours. Go do nice things for people. It's cool to care. People could change their day, week, month, or year. You never know. Stay kind. Be safe. Kansas City, I love you. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Have a good Thursday night. I don't know where I'm going, I'm on my way. I'm taking my time. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.